there we go. That's recording as well. Oh, you might be able to hear me. Let's uh, let's bring me over. Working. Hello. Oh, snap. Very, very bright. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weekly Wrestling Recap. This episode 177. It is the 26th of April 2018, 2020. And uh, I am brown as hell. Very brown. We have turned down the color. If you're watching here on youtube.com slash Wrestling, then thank you so much for popping in. Um, tonight, we're going to be talking about something which I thought was interesting and probably quite quite good to look into and we've had a massive response to um this over on twitter at foul underscore original so tonight we're gonna be talking about hypocrisy um portrait of a civil war hashtag not all fans we're gonna be talking about the difference in reaction to what happened with aew and what happened with the wwe um both of these very very similar situations talking about starting live shows again so um that's what we're talking about tonight this is the weekly wrestling recap episode 177 i hope that you enjoy the show and that everything works without breaking down let's pray together bye-bye I think I've probably got it on loop. Yes, I knew I had it on loop. I knew I was going to have it on loop. I always messed that up. I always messed that up. And it looks so classy to begin with. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Wrestling Recap, episode 177. If you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways, either by thumbs upping the video. It really helps me with the algorithm. If you're listening right now, you can do that by subscribing to the podcast or checking out this live on a Wednesday and a Sunday at 10 p.m. GMT, that's UK time, 5 p.m. Eastern, over on youtube.com slash foul original wrestling. And of course, also, big, big shout out and thank you to our new three Patreons who are going to be, we're going to talk about them later on tonight. I'm very, very excited since we launched Patreon. We have three people who have popped on $1 and become a FOP, one of Foul Originals people or Foul Originals pals. And we're going to be talking about them later on tonight. But of course, let's just double check what's going on in the chat. Um, and Sonny Bimbo, hello. Um, Nails and New York Brickhouse, thank you so much. And and Sunny Bimbo, hashtag we need some sun. God damn, we need some sun. Like, look how look how look how tanned I am. Look how tanned I am right now. Now, um, over on Instagram, you can check me out. Um, Instagram.com slash foul original. Um, and over there I put pictures of me in various my legs and stuff. But whatever. Let's let's talk about today's big, big topic. So I am um, I wanted to I felt probably best to talk about this in a generic and a general all-round kind of situation. Um, because this is still an ongoing story. But more than likely, you've probably heard about the WWE, if you're a fan, WWE going live due to a connection with the Florida governor and all of that kind of stuff, Florida mayor and all that kind of stuff. And I don't want to get into the weeds of it. I don't want to get into the weeds of it. But basically, the WWE was seen, and we've talked about this last week, was seen as an essential business. It was something that was providing entertainment to the peeps, and so the Floridians are like, well, if you're giving the entertainment to the peeps, then you need to stay here. So that's why they've been filming Raw, SmackDown, NXT. They've been filming some of them and also, of course, doing them live. And that's happening at the Performance Center, which is in Florida. Now, another thing and another company, Up and Cover, wrestling company, who are involved in Florida are, of course, well, we know they are. They're all elite wrestling, led by Tony Khan, who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, and that's, that's something which a lot of wrestling fans are glossing over. Now... The main thing that I wanted to say here, and as I said, we had a massive response over on Twitter, and I am going to go into some of the things that you folks said, because very, very interesting and very, very good takes on what I feel that this whole topic kind of brings out. And it's tribalism. It's tribalism within fandoms. Now, tribalism within fandoms happens a lot. You see this happen... And I, I normally kind of equate this to the people that really liked Pokemon and the people that really liked Yu-Gi-Oh! And then the people who really liked Yu-Gi-Oh! And the people who really liked Digimon. At the end of the day, they're all cartoons, J 
Japanese import cartoons which were based around a collection or fighting style or anything. They were, in some way, shape or form, all basically the same show. But the fandoms and like just the the love for those particular shows has meant that certain people have shown that love in different ways. Now, that means that some people might say that Pokemon is the very best, and some people might say that Digimon is the very best, you know, but we all know that Pokemon is the best, so so let's just leave it there. But um, what I wanted to kind of look at here was the fan outrage has not been there for AEW. AEW, of course, filmed a lot of their material all the way up to May. All the way, essentially, up to Double or Nothing, this TNT Championship Tournament. All of these things created to make sure that when they put the footage out, it was going to be the same. Now, they are going to start filming again in about two weeks. Of course, Double or Nothing will be on pay-per-view. Um, it will be on Fight TV. It will be all over pay-per-view excuse me, pay-per-view on Bleacher Report Radio, um, Bleacher Report Live in the United States, and there is nothing wrong with that as such. Because, oh, that's why you can't see the chat, because the chat, I hid the chat, because I'm a fool, there you go. Um, but Georgia um, are opening up its own accord, all of these things, and as I said, you guys have been really, really helpful at kind of looking at this, but Georgia is where AEW are filming. Now, the connection to what's happening with the with WWE is, of course, that this is essentially the same issue, and we haven't really had many of these before. We haven't really had a situation where the WWE and AEW have done something which is, you know, it's apples for apples. It's not really an apples for oranges situation. Yes, the WWE had the larger influence in all of this, but AEW are taking what has happened and using that to their advantage as well and being seen as an essential business. Um, so, exactly. It's not, and I don't think that it's fair that we don't hold all wrestling promotions to the same standard. Because, for example, New Japan Pro Wrestling. New Japan shut down. Just shut down down the second that there was even a chance they shut the hell down they shut everything down they're paying their workers they just shut it down for the good of fans and for the good of the company impact impact or another company who have been doing amazing things their wrestlers weren't there were sh at shows that didn't even happen they've been paying promoters who may have potentially taken a loss impact have sorted them out roh Ring of Honor, also very, very good standard bearers, I would say, of what to do in this kind of situation. But the WWE and AEW, who are realistically the largest companies in the mainstream, and especially within the United States, have both taken a very, very similar stance to this. Now, part of that is business. Part of that is just pure business. And you can't hate the company for that. Because it's business. It's a business choice. Now, something that was said over on Twitter, I am going to get all to the, all of these. Something that was said over on Twitter is that in a in a situation, as was said from Conrad from EPW, um, as business, this has to happen. You know, if one company can do it, ethics is a different situation when it comes to business. But at the end of the day, the outrage, the pure outrage, unadulterated outrage that came from when the WWE did this to when AEW's doing this to, hey, that's cool, don't worry about it. That's not critical thinking. It's not being an independent thinker. That's not thinking for yourself. That's allowing yourself to be swayed by bias. And something which I said over on Twitter as well is that this is showing people's biases. And we're going to talk about something else with this later on. But the kind of things that are being tried in the court of public opinion, AEW tend to win. And the WWE are in a very similar situation. They can't be seen as the good guys here. And the defense that has come from both sides of this argument, I feel that we should all just like wrestling and something that I've said for many times is that wrestling should bring us together. And it shouldn't separate us 
tribalism is one of the things that really hurts any kind of fandom and any kind of passion. And I always say that when you're in a small pond, you know, wrestling is a small, small part of the entertainment landscape as a whole. When you start having fights within that, then that's when people start to not have fun anymore. That's when you start to make it seem like it's an elite club that you can't get into. That's when fandoms die. Let's not let that happen to professional wrestling, right? And let's also sometimes try and see hypocrisy. There's nothing wrong with hypocrisy. Some of us are hypocrites all the time. And in professional wrestling, I think that that happens a lot more than we give it credit for. But definitely, we have to start thinking that these are two companies. It just so happens that AEW is the newer company, and it doesn't have that history of disappointing us. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to kind of say that this isn't all fans. This is not all fans. This is a very small minority on what I would say is each side. And it's making professional wrestling fans look like they're in fighting. And I think that we have to hold everyone to a similar standard. Because otherwise, you're letting your bias show. And everyone's got a bias. But that shouldn't blind you to your own moral compass. Is what I'm trying to say. It's what I'm trying to say. But um, I think a lot of it comes to conflict as well, like the Drake Maverick thing. You know, why would you defend a company that you obviously hate so much on the basis that he might get a job from this? I think that's, again, it's a much larger discussion, and I don't want to just sit here and have it on my own. Um, I'd like to have a look and see what's in the chat because you guys have been going crazy in here. We've got lots, so let's just bring it back to the chat. Um, is Georgia opening? Um, this is from um, from Nails in New York, um, WrestleNalia. Um, is uh, Georgia opening of its own accord? An AEW film there recently. To be honest, can't keep up with announcements. I think that was it. A16, Adam Walker, hello. Please try to make this point to Star Trek and Star Wars fans will chip in for your funeral. <laughs> um, Brian Walsh, am I allowed to like all wrestling companies or do I have to pick one? You're allowed to like them all. That's the whole point. Um, Brian watched a quote Brian saying, like what you like, what you like, don't be a dick, indeed. Um, that said, I think at this stage, around 75% of the hate aimed at WWE is solely down to Vince and their corporate attitudes, behaviors, as opposed to anything in-ring or wrestler-related. I would have to 100% agree there. Um, and then Resonalia, I saw a lot of people mad when Miz was allegedly ill around the Usos. Twitter blew up then, but my Twitter hasn't seemed to have been mad since then. Um, Impact filmed their pay-per-view somewhere recently, two shows for sure. Um, and uh, but might be more um, impact and impact takes up till mid June in a mass batch. Although Tessa Blanchard couldn't be there, so now impact champ till mid summer. Um, yeah, but it was filmed somewhere. Do you know where it's filmed with no fans? Um, I must admit, I got super mad. WWE put Roman at risk of the whole Miz thing purely because I was worried for everyone's safety. Um, but I wouldn't say AEW wouldn't do that. I hate that argument indeed. And uh, Brickhouse from Wrestling Inc. Um, reports impact taped in Nashville, same place as the asylum. Nice. Um, actually, I think Roman did it for his wife mainly because she's pregnant again, shows how good a man she is. Um, and Nashville. So, yeah. Um, now, what I want to do is because this discussion went absolutely, and I want to say thank you to everyone, it went, it went absolutely nuclear, and I really wanted to hear from folks. Um, and I think that it's definitely something that we, we have to talk about because it's it's really, really it's a really weird situation to be in, um, to like something and have its fandom, like, and, and especially something with fandom led, sorry, when something happens. And again, this is going to link into something we're talking later on. When I'm, well, I'm going to mention the Velveteen dream stuff today. Um, and I'll talk about it in a roundabout fashion, but this is again, where biases are shown. So, um, and everyone should have an opinion. Everyone should be entitled to have that opinion without being made fun of, without having to change that opinion. Yes, sometimes you're not going to agree with that opinion, but at least allow people to have that opinion. So so let's let's go over to this. So um, number one, again, thank you so much for everyone getting involved. Um, so 
again this has come from mags and this is something uh, mags from uh, dej kirkby over on twitter um the lack of backlash that aew is getting as compared to wwe is very interesting this says a lot about the fan bases of both companies um and then yeah we've got uh, wrestlenalia here as well talking about um wwe allegedly paid for it which is what we're talking about and there's a lot of great conversation here i'm um, talking about people hitting the beach in california that's indie dawgling um talking about it again having a counterpoint people don't really know how to feel about this um the debate um nerd five nerds go talking about the peen uh velveteen dreams um patrick b here at patrick uh, parker j bet aew isn't getting the same backlash because it's purely coincidental their facility in florida wwe use political connections to make this happen and deserve the criticism for it but those same political connections inadvertently helped aew likely not meaning to do so again um and then we're talking about here um, alternating between live and taped content for double or nothing um and one of probably the things that really opened this up to me was this from agent cooper live from quarantined um agent blocked which is um, AEW doesn't take dictator blood money, takes care of its employees, isn't headed up by an old racist, and in the fact that the content doesn't insult the intelligence of three-year-olds, I'd say that's why AEW gets way less backlash than WWE. And um, a lot of it goes down to, and this is something which I found was very, very similar in all of the conversations, is that the WWE, the fans that have had bad reactions and bad situations and bad times with the wwe over the past 20 30 years um they're the people that are the first to leave they're the people i think that are the first to have that like that belief and that perception of the wwe and i think that it sometimes really helps aew but right now we do have a civil war between fans and anything anything is an excuse to kind of continue and fan those flames. And I don't think that the two companies do a lot to stop that either. Because it's good for business. It's best for business. Um, but but yeah, that's the first um, thing I wanted to talk about today. Now, I, I again, it's, it's kind of a free-form one there. I didn't really want to go into the weeds too much. Um, but really, it's... Um, don't be a hypocrite, yo. Like... If if you're not gonna like professional wrestling because one company are doing something, then if the other company are doing something, you have to be ready for that criticism and for defending your position. And I think that's the main thing: defend your position. If your position is that, well, it's just because I hate the WWE, then that's an opinion, and you're entitled to that opinion. But other people might have different opinions, and that's the one thing. Everyone's really passionate. I'm really passionate. I've had people in the past that have been really big AEW fans, and when I've even spoke about the tiniest bit of WWE doing well, they've been a little bit vicious to me. Let's just say that. But anyway, that's enough about that. That's enough about that. Um, let's just very quickly, um, let's have a look in the chat and we'll finish up this segment for the day. But thank you so much for everyone who got involved. Um, and oh, there's Conrad, EPW. Um, sometimes I think an opinion is put out there and it gets recycled over and over again due to the bias of the point of the bias, if that makes sense. Exactly. It's almost like a Chinese whisper situation. It just gets changed and changed and changed, morphed into the point where it's something totally different. Um, and uh to the I see people blaming wrestling companies, but whom's blaming the cable networks? Indeed, again, these these companies are only doing it because they're worried. Um, to the point of lies, I mean, like I've heard people say AEW are putting the same people over, and they aren't. The people are saying it aren't watching it, just repeat it. Indeed, and five nerds go in here, yo. Um, and uh, uh, yes, when I heard the argument that Fox are holding WWE to a certain amount of live shows, so that's that. I thought, well, why am I not arguing? So that's wrong. No wrestling should be happening. Opinions are like arseholes. Probably the best way to think about it is that all wrestling fans by promotion are the same as Premier League fans. Now, I don't want to get involved in the footballs because uh, I will get killed. <laughs> I will get killed. But, um, but yeah, so that that's, that's basically um, my crux of that whole point is, like, we're all just wrestling fans, so let's, let's compare apples to apples sometimes. Anyway, um... I want to bring up the the fact that I want to bring positivity back into this world. And with that, 
of course. I want to say, if you want to help support the channel, thumbs up the video, really helps me in the algorithm. If you're watching, um, sorry, if you're listening, then you can go to youtube.com slash wrestling to catch this show live, get involved in the chat, um, get involved with the stuff beforehand as well over my Twitter at foul underscore original. This happens on youtube.com slash wrestling. But let's take you to our next segment for the day because I've spent 25 minutes basically talking about hypocrisy but let's not be a hypocrite and let's make sure that you can see other things today so we're going to take you into one of my favourite new segments um, and it is it's um, it makes me chuckle every single time um, because it's nice and that's the bright side of the ring let's check out what you guys had to say this week oh there we am Come out too fast from that sometimes I forget. Oh hello everyone and welcome to the bright side of the ring. It's it's cut already. Is, is my arm in the right place? Yeah, it's it's kind of working. So um so yeah so this week of course last week we started up bright side of the ring um and uh, this week again I'd like to say thank you so much uh, to all the people that got involved. Um, if you couldn't get involved this week then. This is a weekly thing that we'll be doing. Make sure you use the hashtag BSOTR, as I was reminded quite calmly and nicely and beautifully by Magzi, um, who told me I couldn't even spell my own correct hashtag, because I couldn't, because I'm stupid. But um, let's go into uh, what we've got as bright sides of the ring for this week. Um, some really, really good ones, actually. Some really, really good ones, and I want to share them. So um, first up... Whew, um, we have bright side of the week from Mags um, again. Classy Dej Ow Dej Kirkby to point, poke myself in the eye for those of you that are listening. Um, the lack. Uh, so his bright side of the ring was discovering and taping. Uh, sorry, talking with P W Musings about statistical analysis of wrestling. And I have to say, P W Musings, big big shout out to you, dude. Um, you do some really really hard work there, working with the. Uh, statistics, the ratings, um, live attendance, and all that kind of stuff. An amazing resource, an absolutely amazing resource for if you wanted to look a deeper dive into some of these topics. And that's at PW Musings over on Twitter. And go check him out. Like, he also relate, like, there's loads of stuff. I would definitely go check him out if you get a chance. And that was brought to us by Max. Um, also, um, <laughs> peen. Just keep seeing peen. Um, and uh, what I, I think. Oh, we also had a. Sorry. So we also have another thread brought to us from one of my favourite new, uh, new foul originals people, um, and that is WrestleNalia. We're going to be talking about her later on today. But um, she did something which was very smart because I am stupid and I make bookmarks sometimes, but I don't do all the bookmarks. So what she's done is started a thread which is smarter. See, that's smart stuff. See, that's why you guys are smarter than I am. But um, if I can just find it while I'm sitting here just chatting away like a fool, because oh, there we are. There, we, I think there we are. Bam. Got it. All right. So thank you to WrestleNailit. I tweeted the same pics and videos I'd taken of her. Oh, um, contender for bright side of the ring is Martina and Jordan Devlin live on Instagram earlier today. That's why I was late. That's from Brian. Also, bright side of the ring is she keeps trying to hit on John Cena, and it's like the best love story we will never see. I absolutely love it. Um, if you want to be a uh, OTR today, it's Alien Day, and everyone's sharing their love for Chris Statlander. I've heard this, boop, boop, and like I know that it's Alien Day, and I wanted to say actually a big shout out to Chris Statlander because she's really really nice. Actually, just because I want to share some love, OWE is on fight tomorrow. 4 p.m. UK time. Um, Scorpio Double X Bad Boys. Uh, I'm gonna read this because I don't get this wrong. Uh, oops. Um, uh, Scorpio XX Bad Boys Jingle, OC Damon, Benji, and Bruce Mao are amazing. Live three times a week, wrestling from Cambodia. Yes, and it's on fight. And um, I've been. I'm gonna be doing a giveaway for that. Um, I've just been a little bit lazy, but we're gonna be doing a giveaway for that at some point. But let's uh, let's go to the let's go to the smart person in this. So we've got a thread. 
So, first of all, um, coming from WrestleMania, um, Camille Brick finally speaking and having an in-ring debut. Um, yeah, there was a lot of buzz created, and uh, she's ready for the women's division. Um, also, the Voros twins are hilarious. Um, I don't know how they see it, do it, but they see the bright side of everything. I saw the Voros twins doing an amazing thing. Um, I think it was on TikTok. They were messing around with Tom from Tom and Jerry and messing with his milk by, like looking like they're manipulating what's happening on the tv they drunk some milk they spat the milk at him i remember the episode of that particular tom and jerry they're very very funny they're very very funny they're very very good guys um and also um cody rhodes big shout out to cody rhodes um who did a post for um for a boy that was missing watching aew with his dad um and also um, Matt Hardy and Rebby Hardy making the videos every day during lockdown um, and sharing their, sharing their gorgeous babies. Um, they are, and they're amazing. And I've really, really loved what Matt Hardy has been doing during this period in time. Um, also, if you folks have any more stuff um, uh, talk about, um, free advice for people. Do not click Smethic on Twitter. It's Twitter advertising and murder. And yeah, um, yes, actually... Yeah, do not, yeah, if you, I did that, I'm from Birmingham, and I clicked that, and I would definitely suggest that you do not click it, it's harrowing, it's harrowing, but this is Bright Side of the Ring, we're talking about wrestling right now, and that's one of the, one of the dangers of, of social media really, isn't it, um, you're doing a giveaway, yeah, I'm the guy on Twitter doing screenshots and designing OC Damon's merch, uh, seriously, Damon Devine and Christine Covlin have asked you my work for their merch, why doesn't OWE like me, oh, they do foul, that's it, this is a UK versus Elgin war now, <laughs> we'll have to, you know what, and we'll have to properly talk sometime, we'll probably talk and we'll see what we can do, um, but that's our bright sides of the ring for this week, now, personally, bright side of the ring for me, um, is just there's so much again wrestling out there my bright side of the ring uh, this week is that i've been producing some really really i think fun videos and putting them up on reddit um and my bright side of the ring is that our wrestling really like me they really like me they really like particular kinds of content that i'm putting out and then today i put one out and they kind of went we thought that you'd be better and i was like oh god like i've put myself on a really high level there <laughs> <laughs> can't just mess about um so my bright side of the ring today was the one i put out for otis and mandy uh, set alongside to richard cheese's version of nookie um so go check that out if you can go check that out if you can um but yeah uh also actually my bright side of the ring is the new patreons and everything but um but yeah that's bright side of the ring for this week so let's zip back uh to the studio if i remember how to do that um, I think I do it like this. To get some like buttons sometimes. Here we go. Whoosh. There I am. Uh, so uh, so yeah. Um, if you want to help support the channel, do that in many ways. Of course, thumbs up the video if you're watching. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, then why not give me five stars on iTunes? These are the things that people say. I forget sometimes. Why not give me five stars on iTunes? And also go to Patreon.com slash foul original to see like weird stuff that i do um someone says should have used lip biscuit maybe i will maybe i will maybe i will just do another cut of it and then we'll do it with that to be honest it's because i really like that version of richard cheese um i, I listened to richard cheese this whole week here yeah, and i was like is there a way to get him into what i'm doing there is one more actually coming up which they're gonna hate even more <laughs> they're gonna hate it i already know like now that i know that they hate that one but i don't care because sometimes you have to make things for yourself i love you to some mandy um now i wanted to very very quickly talk about this now there's not a segment for this or anything because it I wanted to broach it in a different way. Now, continuing with our theme of the day, hypocrisy, a portrait of a civil war, um, hashtag not all fans, I'm finding it hard to really talk about this. Five Nerds Go um, did ask me my opinion on this, and I feel like it's definitely something we should talk about. Earlier on this week, Velveteen Dream 
allegedly, and I'm going to use the term allegedly very, very strongly here, allegedly sent indecent images or an indecent image, tried to solicit favours from a minor in the United States. Now, before we even go into everything in that, I want to just very quickly say two things. Number one, none of this is concrete. None of, there's a lot of speculation in even the accusation. There are a lot of detectives out there working really, really, and when I say detectives, I mean internet detectives. There's internet detectives in the fandom that are looking at the the space between the the blue tick in his name on a real DM sent to him and on this particular screenshot. There were a lot of problems with the screenshots. There were a lot of problems with the accusation. Again, though, I think people's bias is very much showing, and some people have a certain opinion about Velveteen Dream. And I don't want to project the kind of people that probably have that kind of perception of Velveteen Dream, but let's just say a lot of those people probably aren't very open-minded. And I'd also probably like to say a lot of those people may have already had a certain bias. I'm going to call it bias. I'm going to call it bias. A certain bias already. Because people can change. People can change. People, people, you've got to give people a chance to do that. But people have had certain biases. Now, I think that if this had been, say, Rick Rude, back in the day, I think that the same, I don't think that the same backlash would happen. I think part of this is down to his ethnicity. Which is why maybe some people have just believed it. And I think that some of it is that his character is that of a of a sexual nature. His character is one that you could you could believe. Yeah? You could believe that. If you looked at him in character and then looked at that, if that's the only kind of understanding you had of him then that's what you'd see. You'd see that. You'd see the accusation. You'd put two and two together and you'd get an accusation. So I'm going to go with what I've done with all of these when they when they hit the news. Is I'm going to be an adult about this. And I saw something come out on Twitter and I'm conflicted about it as well. Is that and something was said was that if you produce content based on this, this being the headline of your content, then you need to change. And I think that's something that a lot of people have looked for those easy clicks and those easy views because it's in the news. Now, there are some outlets out there that report the news responsibly. There's some out there that do it irresponsibly for errant clicks and for 20 quid on YouTube. Let's not be like them. Let's try and be a little bit different. Let's wait until all the dust has settled. Velveteen has had a chance to put out one one tweet to kind of basically say, this is not real. Can you, can you all just understand? Everyone was so quick to believe. And I think that if it comes out, this is all legit and this is all what happened this is all what happened this is all that happened then i am ready to sit here and say i apologize for saying that i apologize for treating someone innocent until proven guilty in a court of law not within the court of public opinion and too many things right now are decided within the court of public opinion this is not something, basically, that we were taught. 
This is not something to squeeze easy milk. I could have. I could have done a show all about it, couldn't I? Yesterday, quite easily. Would have required zero effort from me. Would have required just sitting in front of a screen and reading what everyone else has said and then saying, oh, my heart bleeds because I don't feel like I should talk about it. Because you know what, yeah? There's an action and there's words. If you're doing content about it, you made a decision that it was a juicy piece of content and that it was a juicy little bit there's nothing wrong with that if you're a business again and that's what it comes back to the theme of this show hypocrisy the portrait of a civil war and someone's just said it in the chat right now even within the cottage industry of professional wrestling podcasts we have clicks we have fandoms we have tribes within the fandom of the cottage industry of professional wrestling podcasts. So all I can say is if the people that have gone out and made those videos about him being guilty already, if they're willing to all put out a video when or if he's found to be 100% innocent, Kudos. But I can tell you one thing. Those videos won't do a hell of anywhere close to the views that the ones they did when they accused him. So let's just be better. And that was my general thing because what Five Nerds Go actually also asked, and I think it was a very interesting, very, very interesting point, but I don't really think I have time to really re-expand upon as much as I'd like to talk about within the show today, is... Why is the same hate, no, backlash, not coming from... Because that, the picture that's out there, allegedly is, and that's according to Velveteen, is a picture of him naked. When this happened with Tony Storm, last, like, last year now, I remember being absolutely, like, disgusted by the whole thing. I was like, this is a picture she didn't want to get out. Yeah, like, it's not fair, it's not cool. And there's a whole bunch of guys satiating over it, salivating over it. There's a whole bunch of people that are trying to be all like whatever on it. And then there's a whole bunch of people that were looking at it like, oh, well, it's fine. She deserved it because why would she send herself pic? She shouldn't be sending pictures like that to other people. Again, we let's compare apples to apples here and not apples to oranges. But let's just look at it like this is exactly the same thing. Someone's... So he sent a picture of someone he trusted and they've used it against him. Where's the real difference there? And will we be feeling bad about him? Where are all the people coming to his defense of a picture being stolen? Potentially. It's just a very weird time. And yes, looking at Five Nerds Go, allegedly the way that um, Have I Got News For You have got out of everything. Now, um, let's just very quickly go back into the chat because, again, there's a lot here. Um... Uh, I want to um, again there's an example of bias look at how the internet treat Tony and by the way they treat Paige um, it sucks this happens to Dream right when he's trying to take the title off Cole exactly KK um, five nerds go um, a lot of people can't resist putting their opinion online basically don't be wrestle talk hypocrisy is everyone wrestling we pick and choose who we, who we give and what we look for look at Hogan he divides opinions and people on other, either side may treat other stars different um again that's another example of bias um wrestle talks own fans complained about their clickbait a little bit while ago and they lost subscribers and promised to stop but and i want to um twitter women are thirsty for the velveteen peen as i've heard but the other thing actually before very quickly moving on because this wasn't even really in a segment but um what i wanted to kind of say as well is and i don't want to cast any kind of darkness on any like shade darkness shade on any other one or any other particular wrestling content creator or group of creators or whatever but there's things that you have to do to pay the bills there's things that you have to do to replenish your soul let's just say that they might like particular companies might make videos about the velveteen dream and then directly afterwards, do a video about how awesome they are. They're from the same people. Should we hold them to the same standard? 
and uh, I'm a girl I'm not after seek um but yeah and again it's who do we forgive you know like certain attribution attribute attributed attributions given to people but we have to try and hold everyone to the same standard is basically what I'm saying but anyway that's enough of that that's enough of that all I wanted to do was very quickly talk about it but thank you for letting go because I did want to talk about it but I didn't feel that it was fair for me to talk about it I didn't want to sensationalize it this is why it's in the middle of the show just outside of a segment or anything but speaking of segments let's take you to this week's um not a lot of them actually this week um let's take you to this week's silly billy of the week let's uh something that made you giggle something that made you joyous happy um but was probably very very silly that's why it's called a silly billy moment let's see if we can do this before i choke Hello everyone. Hello everyone. So um uh to <laughs> Super Talk. I'm Ollie Davis. I wish I was Ollie Davis. He gets a lot of money. Um now uh uh good evening, foul original brother. Who's that in the chat? Oh Jamie Splorn. Hello Jamie Splorn. Um now this week on Silly Billy of the Week, you can see that everything's broken. Why is everything broken? Everything is broken. Um it's silly Billy of the Week this week. Now, again, we went into the thread. So let's go into the thread that we got going down um, in the chat. Um, and uh, it, it's here somewhere. Uh, <laughs> um, where, the, where the hell is it? There we go. Um, so, again, we don't have many Silly Billies. Um, you think Chris Jericho is silly? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, 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 mon frere. Not at all. Um, Silly Billy of the Week. Um, again, it, it kind of... I'd put it in bright side of the ring, really. But the uh, the flim flam dance. The flim flam dance. Jericho is um, is looking to, uh, to trademark flim flam. Well, damn straight. Because he's a genius. He's a genius, really, isn't he? Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's our Silly Billy of the Week. Also Silly Billies of the Week dependent on how it actually goes down and that's really the again the crux of this point um silly billy of the week may be going potentially to very professional always professional so professional look how professional i am um yeah this week i'd probably give it to vince again um because because vince is vince is just a silly billy isn't he he's just a silly billy I also want to um, give Silly Billy this week to um, to the wrestling fans that are still defending both of the companies. Uh, why? Why are you just, just... Just have some... You can hear the police outside keeping the window open tonight. It's cold. It's warm. Um, I just... It just really, really irks me. Really irks me. But Silly Billy of the Week coming in from Mags is any company, any wrestling promotion that's putting on wrestling right now. There are so many other alternatives to what you can do. Um, Silly Billy of the Year, Seavid. Well, obviously. Silly Billy. Does anybody he hear about the heat on Renee for John appearing on backstage? There you go. There's a Silly Billy of the Week. Let's throw that in, actually, because I know about that. So um, Silly Billy of the Week is potentially John Moxley. So... Back when WWE Backstage started on its... Thanks for the prompt there. Thanks for um, WWE Backstage. When it first aired um, from home, there was an episode where we had Booker T, Austin Creed... Um, Austin Creed? Call him Austin Creed. Austin Creed and um, Renee Young, all three of them in the show. And um, they were talking and talking and talking. And then you hear like a yelp and a big loud noise. And it's John Moxley who scared his wife Renee with their little dog in the middle of the live show, which is going out on Fox. Booker T 
he's laughing. Austin Creed, he's laughing. Renee, she's laughing. But they weren't laughing later because as John Moxley was in an interview earlier on this week, I think he was talking to Ryan Sat. It was going to be Ryan Satin actually, but it's not going to be Ryan Satin. He was talking to someone and as he was speaking to them in the middle of the interview, he said, they said, oh, so what happened with that thing when you went to like Renee? And he's like, she got in trouble. And I can tell she probably got in a hell of a lot of trouble for that. But um, but yeah, that's uh, our Silly Billy of the Week. Um, also Silly Billy of the Week, yes, Vince. Vince burying everyone for some reason. Um, and he, he he didn't bury Triple H. He roasted him, like, like but terribly. It was really weird. It was really weird. Um, Silly Billy of the Week goes to that segment. I, I, I liked it, kind of. Um... John Moxley uh, made an appe- a cameo appearance with a puppy during w- WWE on Fox, indeed. I mean, that was a few weeks ago. Um, and I think that's all the silly billies I've got for this week, because that's what I mean. Yeah, sometimes there's silly billies everywhere. Um, uh, it's just ridiculous to get heat for, isn't it? Uh, if anything, it got people talking about backstage. Um, it was with uh, Sean Ross Sapp, wasn't it, Mox's interview? No, there was an interview um, with someone else earlier on this week, um, and it wasn't with Sean Ross Sapp, actually. Um, it, his interview was before that happened, um, back when he was still wearing his pirate uh, pirate eye patch and stuff. Um, but yeah, so those are our silly billies of the week. Um, I don't think there's anybody else that's done anything that I really want to dwell upon. Um, big fan of the guy stealing Triple H's water bottle. <laughs> yeah, and it's nothing that I really want to dwell upon. So, um, so yeah, those are one silly bit of the week, and that's Vince McMahon. Um, I don't think that there's anybody else out there. Of course, I could say Velveteen Dream, but I'm not going to because it's all we don't know. We don't. We literally do not know. So let's not put that into his face um i honestly thought at triple h uh, 25 someone would have came out attack trips and challenged him for a match i thought that as well but it didn't happen but that's fine don't worry about it it's okay we're going back to the studio don't you worry about it. don't you worry about it don't you worry about it um if you want to help support the channel you can do that in many ways do the way thumbs up in the video it really helps me in the algorithm you can also do that by subscribing if you haven't already hit the bell notification to be notified of when i was going live and the subscribe button for that if you're on youtube if you're listening along here, then thank you so much. Um, and uh, check it out live when it happens on a Sunday, on a Monday, at 10 p.m. UK time, 5 p.m. Eastern. Um, finally, for the show, I want to go very, very quickly into uh, what about Silly of the Week being the Elite 200? Nick, well, this is what I'm saying, yeah? Give me a goddamn chance. <laughs> so let's go into this week's replay this oh, that was a bit of a spot actually. let's go to this week's replay this got to keep the keep the gravy train going I'm running what burning daylight here burning daylight <laughs> Well, to replay this so remember yeah this show is live so i have i keep an eye on my clock down here for those of you who don't know keep an eye on the clock and when we get to like about this time i'm like oh no panic we're about to run out of the hour so um so this week on replay this uh, i wanted to say thank you number one oh this is going to be terrible because i haven't got all this stuff ready thank you um to our patreons um and i i will be talking about them towards the end of the show um but i wanted to give a big big shout out we have three patreons now that's a lot but that's a lot of patreons it's a lot of didgeridoos three didgeridoos um but i wanted to say thank you to them uh let's see if i can get a patreon logo we've been on the screen like can i do that in in time in time of your um so first of all if you go to patreon.com slash foul original um you can check out some of the cool stuff that I have done, I think you'll find that it's cool. Uh, this this will do, I guess. Where is it? There it is, I think. There you go. Got to, got to, got to, got to, got to this place. Oh damn it! Got their branding all wrong. There you go. Go here. We get it out in time. Will it save? I just crashed the whole show. We'll find out. 
we will find <laughs> we will we will find out we'll find out soon enough but um i'm going to say thank you to our patreons um that's to wrestlenalia i'd like to say a big shout out to wolf as well my first patreon thank you so much it does me a hell of a lot dude it really truly does for you to have that vote of confidence in me and i'd also like to say big big shout out to gg vision big big long time friend of the show um has great stuff that he does himself over on patreon um he has a great pokemon league with a metronome show um and he does so much and tonight uh he he subscribed to my patreon and i just want to say much love buddy much there you go. Bam. Much love, buddy. Um, and thank you so much. Like, I just told you about it, and you were like, surprise. And I was like, oh, dude, that's so, that's really, really thoughtful of you. Thank you. But at the one dollar, one, blah, 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 at the one dollar level, you get to see all the stuff that I put out. Some of it I'll put out as early access, um, and everyone basically at the dollar tier, I feel like they should be able to see it. Um, <laughs> At least not the infuser. We made him drink 1.5 bottles of vodka in a stream last night. God damn, guys. I like the infuser. He's a cool, he's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. Social injustice warrior. Um, And then... First, the $1 tier is um, everything. You get to see some behind-the-scenes stuff as well. At the $5 tier, that's when you get to have a bit more of an influence over what I'm doing, a little bit more of a chance to suggest stuff. At the $10 limit, we've got more stuff coming as well. And at the $20 limit uh, tier, the stuff as well. If you can give me a dollar, that is amazing. And it allows me to do stuff that I wouldn't have the, the distribution channel all the balls to do and some of the stuff that i've put out recently like the mashups they're getting flagged by dmca over on instagram they'll get flagged here on youtube so i want i don't want to have any creative restrictions though and i want to be able to create what i want to be able to create so being a patreon really helps me to do that so from that this week um just released something about 15 20 minutes ago which is otis and mandy set alongside to richard cheese um richard cheese version of nookie um i also have the highland trailer we got loads and loads of stuff now when it comes to the world of wrestling when it comes to that i want to give another big shout out this week to epw everything conrad cushman's everything pro wrestling the series that he's been doing on the wwe video games has been absolutely spectacular damn tacular and with the news about wwe 2k21 right now not happening i really think that it's time to maybe look at that show and to get a chance to speak to um, you know brian williams is there who was a major proponent of the creation of some of those games and i think that it's really good go and support your go and support someone like conrad because he's producing stuff which isn't based upon misery there you go. I mean, I'm also talking about someone who doesn't create something uh, based upon misery is, of course, Josh Robinson. Go and check his stuff out as well. Um, some amazing content he's putting out recently. Uh, his Twitch watch-along video gaming stuff are laughing hard. And also, another big shout-out to Queen of Any. Queen of Any, who... She, the stuff that she produces, especially during this lockdown, putting us all to shame, and the creativity... The dedication, the the love, the absolute love for professional wrestling that she has, and it's it's heartwarming. So many times to see the stuff that she puts out there, but she also likes her wrestling hardcore, which is great. Um, and I'm just trying to think. Oh, Mags, Magsy boy, go check out his stuff. Also, this week I want to give a spe special special shout out to the boys over at Ringsiders Pod, um, Kurt. Callum, uh, Red Wolf, J uh, JD, all those folks, they are so good at what they do. Callum is a beautiful man who makes beautiful things um, with his hands and he's got a great imagination. He's a freelance design, uh, design artist himself and he just makes some amazing stuff like the stuff that they've been doing on the Ringsiders pod, getting people involved every single day producing that content while they're in lockdown kurt of course as well makes kurt angle kurt's angles pod kurt's angle podcast and mags yes mags has 101 podcasts 
plus times two. Um, and also, of course, check out Five Nerds Go when they release anything. Go check them out. Um, they've got some really interesting stuff as well. Of course, yeah, go check out Mags um, and also everyone on the Smart to Death radio network. Go check them out as well. Um, great stuff. Great, great stuff. And actually, lastly, lastly, um, these guys are really new on the scene. Um, really, really new on the scene. And I want to, I want you guys to give them a chance if anything else, and there's Diamond Enigma podcast. Um, they are brand new. They are absolutely brand new. But I'd like you to go check out their stuff because it's it's really good. It's got promise. It's got potential. And they've uh, I haven't heard of the Infuso, the social injustice warrior. Um, I've turned into a P, uh, PCW ultra fan lately. You'll know of V Infuso if you've seen um, any of the stuff. He's he makes really good content. Um, and V Infuso is a social injustice warrior, but I think you'll find him as social injustice S I J W. I think he's now changed his channel to just call be be called V Infuso, but he makes a lot of really cool content. Um, I found him when I saw a video about the rise and fall of TNA, and they were called Grapple Vision. So you might have seen his stuff before, and um, the intro to his videos is like dun 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. and it's literally the Hulk Hogan theme but it's like changed a little bit um, and he's done a lot of crossovers with the um, uh, I can't remember his name there with Wrestling With Regret there you go um, and that is almost everything for today um, I wanted to say again big big shout out big big shout out to our Patreons I wanted to put their names on the screen but um, it's uh become a lot harder than I thought and I need to have a discussion with them over what names I can put on the screen that was something that I needed to do and I didn't do today because I did stupid video editing but a big big shout out to of course our three maybe I can put something on the screen now oh wait, wait a second wait put this on the screen at least big big here we are oh no oh no I did the wrong oh there we go Big, big shout out to our Patreons um, who thank you so much this show has been created in part, thanks to these beautiful, lovely Patreons. Go and check out some of them produce content, some of them don't, some of them just produce mirth and merriment and joy. But go and check out Wilf, of course, you'll all know him. Go check him out. Um, I'm not going to give his Twitter handle out, maybe I shouldn't. But anyway, I'll talk to him about this soon. Um, big, big thank you to him. Big thank you for being a, a Patreon over at patreon.com slash fouloriginal. Um, thank you for your one more match. Thanks, dude. Seriously. I love you. You know that. Um, second, I'd like to say a big, big thank you to WrestleNalia, who's our second Patreon. I will double check exactly uh, what I'm allowed to call uh, her. Again, we're going to check that with the Patreons because that's something I don't want to do. I want to have that discussion, that conversation. I just didn't get a chance today. We've got some new content coming out and I'd like to make sure we get that right. And also, big, big shout out to brand new patreon and i love you as well man um gg vision thanks man seriously thank you um it means a hell of a lot and as i said before i'm not looking to become a millionaire off this stuff uh not a millionaire I'm not gonna become a millionaire um but it's nice it really truly 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 is nice to have that vote of confidence like i love you too wrestlemania i love you too um and I love the fact that you have essentially given me your vote of confidence. That's what I that's what I mean. That's what I truly mean. And I know that it's like you might not be able to give more than a dollar. If that's all you can give, that's all you can give. I don't want any more from you. Not any more than you could afford to give. But if you could throw a book my way, that would mean a hell of a lot. I'll be putting new stuff up there for you. We'll be having conversations that potentially I couldn't have on YouTube and might not be able to have on Twitter. And I'd really like you guys to join me on this ride and join the rest of us on this ride. We're fops, y'all. Flourish the pinky. Um, Foul Originals people. Now, uh, that's pretty much it for today. However, 
we're in like we're in like uh, danger time now. We've gone over the hour. But uh, what I wanted to do was I've put this in my bookmarks this week because this really really made me laugh, and I think that this is, should be in, our, in and finally. Um, and our and my and finally of this week, and this will be probably best served for the people that are watching the podcast. But you may or may not know that Tommy Dreamer has been. Uh, <sighs> Tommy Dreamer has been having some weird things happen with his hair. Some really, really weird things happen with his hair. To the point where he now looks like, um... Shall I show you? It's probably, probably best to show you. If I can, if I can get the correct image up. Oh, here we go. Is this, um, is... I should move that. Oh, wait, there we go. This. He kind of looks like he should be in Home Alone. And... Here you go. So, I don't know what's going on with his hair. I have no idea. But people have been photoshopping him all day. And as the as the topic is, as the description is, it's simply Kevin. So, uh, so yeah. If you see this man and this other man, then they're probably not doing professional wrestling stuff. They're probably known as the Sticky Bandits. Um, and do I want to end on a flim flam? No, I can't. I can't end on a flim flam because that might be trademarked soon. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you so much to everyone that's joined this evening. Um, Borat is nice. Is nice. Um, and uh, do the flip. I'm not doing the flip flam. Not doing the flip flam. I'm going laughing at Tommy. Uh, he is bright side of the ring and silly video. The thing he absolutely is. He absolutely is in the worst best way possible. Um, I just produce sarcasm and sometimes drunk tweets of love. You totally do. If anyone. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants to see me versus Foul for the title of OWE Love, predict the headshots used to promote it will be Vince Russo for Foul and Triple H's ass for me. <laughs> oh, well, Adam, you are hilarious, dude. You're hilarious. Um, so, yes, the wet bandits. I think they're more like the sticky bandits. But um, on that note, this has been a Foul Original. Thanks for watching. See you next time. Um, join me on patreon.com slash fouloriginal for weird stuff that's going to be happening all the time. You're going to get new content every day and stuff that you can't necessarily see on YouTube. Damn, thanks to that damn DMCA. But uh, thank you. This will be Foul Original. See you all later. And be safe out there. Stay foppy. Stay soppy. Stay sappy. Stay happy. for listening to the show and if you'd like to hear more then feel free to follow me here on the podcast ways also you can check me out on youtube.com slash foul original wrestling for the weekly wrestling recap which happens every wednesday and sunday live on youtube 8 p.m gmt this has been a foul original podcast thanks for listening hear you next time